everyone, welcome to JoJo's World. And a hot summer's evening to you all. It's hot in the JoJo's World studio today. Hot. It's a good 37 degrees centigrade or something like that. Probably less, but it feels like 37. Centigrade or Celsius? What's the difference? Uh, one of them is correct, and the other one is probably also correct in different circumstances. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Australian November, summer's hit hard, even though it's just the start of spring. Yep, it's... Or mid-spring. Yeah, I was going to say, it's the end of it's spring. It's the end of spring. It's November. It's, it's like... almost summer, but it's not summer yet, and yet. Here we are, sweating like pigs. Yep. Oh. I'm Liam S. Smith, one of your co-hosts. And I'm Nick Ballantyne, the other one of the co-hosts. This is our JoJo's Bizarre Adventure recap and discussion show. Today we watched the 65th episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, which is the 39th episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 3 Stardust Crusaders, and the 15th episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 3 Stardust Crusaders Season 2 Battle in Egypt. Entitled, The Gatekeeper of Hell, Pet Shop, Part 2. Question. The chair acknowledges as <laughs> Liam Smith, uh, if... uh, Nick Valentine. It's oh, wow. hot, guys. Wow. Okay. All right. Um, when we exit this part, will it get so much simpler because it'll just be... We watched episode... It'll be JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Part 4, title. Boom. Boom. So much easier. Yeah. So much simpler than Part 3, Part 2, episode, but also... It covers uh, the end of chapter 225 through to chapter 227 of the manga. That sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. Pet Shop Arc in total is only about um, five or six chapters, I think. Shit. There you go. Yeah. No real comment there. No. Just, just, a, just a, a wry observation about <laughs> pacing. Ah, that devil pacing. This episode has been brought to you by the delicious, cold, refreshing taste of vitamin de Thai. Vitamin de Thai. It's good for what ails you. Vitamin de Thai? Vitamin daddy. Sure. <laughs> vitamin daddy. Vitamin daddy. Thank you, vitamin de Thai, for your uh, patron support. Nailed it. Anywho. <laughs> so. So, a lot happens in this episode. What are your uh, preliminary thoughts? Oh my god, Iggy. My boy. Iggy, my boy. My boy. Episode finally sort of gets him on side with the protagonists in a less reluctant way. Yeah, rather than just being like, yeah, I'm here. It's now, yeah, fuck Dio, man. I'm what here, and I'm here for revenge. <laughs> for me, the only one who matters. Yeah, this time it's personal. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Because it wasn't personal for any of these other guys before. No, no, no. I mean, you know, it was only what Joseph's daughter, Abdol's sense of righteousness... Polnareff's sense of righteousness. Polnareff's sense of revenge. Revenge. What? Kakuin's eyes. Kakuin, kind of the least invested person here. Hey, hey, if there was one lady that he would ever protect, that he would ever fall in love with, it would be Jodoro's mum. Or someone like her. Or someone like her. Possibly his own mother. Who knows? Who knows? I'm not one to say that Kakuin, you know, maybe he needs some help in that area. Maybe he needs to find a nice girl that isn't, like, 50. But, or a you know, therapist. Or a therapist. You know, don't date a therapist. I can tell you right now, it does not end well. Anyway. Not from personal experience, <laughs> but, you know. So we pick up basically where we left off. We do. Uh, things are going down in that sewer battle between Iggy and Pet Shop. The walls are being frozen. Yep, he's running, his foot gets stuck. There's icicles coming in, blam, blam, blam. Whammo. Huge bunch of steam and grit is flown up into the air. Pet Shop sort of clicks its beak approvingly as it flies past. Oh no. But what of Iggy? What of Iggy? As the smoke clears, we see... <gasps> it's Iggy's foot! Severed dog paw stuck in the ice. But where's the rest of the severed dog? Uh, obviously disintegratedly. Yeah. He's dead now. Blown That's up it. by ice. Man, what a way to go. Pet Shop lands on the ground. 
That was that was very uh, hesitant. Pet Shop lands on the ground. A landing space to rival Metal Gear. <laughs> and it sees both blood and air bubbles in the nearby sewerage. <gasps> oh my god, his disintegrated remains have made Maybe it out. his foot is gonna get infected. Oh uh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's gonna be a septic of a time, am I right? Sure. Ugh. And we cut to the OP. Bum bum ba da 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 We watched it on my roommate's TV with uh, fancy motion smoothing technology today. Yeah, yeah. Which was very fun. I was like, ooh. Look, I, I never even noticed that Paul Noreff moves his head a bit in the end of that sequence where they're, they're all standing look over the, looking over the city and all these lights appear. Now see, I was annoyed because there was a lot of artifacting in a lot of the bits. But you know what? It's all for the smoothness. Yeah. It's, it's just like Persona. Yeah, you've never seen how smooth it is when it zooms past them on the stairs before. Exactly, and now I got to see it in full smooth motion. And also it is just like Persona in a lot of other ways too. Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 There's no refuting this at all. It's sunset. The lads are out. Yep, the lads, they're just sitting on the street doing nothing. They're like, hmm, what the hell is that fucking guy? Yeah, Polar F's all, huh. He was so confident he could find it soon, but he didn't. He was wrong. What a loser. Right, Avdol? Hmm. You know, I think you're right. He was a loser. And also, I'm starting to think maybe it was a bad idea. Hmm. Perhaps he would have been killed. Maybe it would have been better if he didn't find it, because, you know, now that I think about <laughs> it, there's probably some sort of guard dog. Hindsight is 2020, though. Yeah. So... Hindsight is 50-50. Either you do it or you don't. <laughs> so, you know, he's having mixed feelings about sending so, this guy. whoops. Yeah. Yeah, good work. Good mm -hmm, work, mm -hmm, Abdul. Mm -hmm. You thought this through. The camera cuts to an idyllic river scene. Mm -hmm. We see a sewerage pipe. What? <gasps> Foreshadowing for moments from now. <laughs> Flowing sewerage into the river. Gross. Yep. Yep. Uh, joyous. And like an idyllic patch of reeds. Is this the Nile? I want to say no, but I don't know enough about Cairo to say no. Okay. I, I want to say no. Surely they wouldn't... I mean, they might. I don't know. We follow the reeds down to reveal that they are, in fact, not reeds, but they are reeds? little tubes of sand that Iggy has uh, stuck up from a little bunker he's made on the riverbed with the fool. So he's made himself an igloo underwater. But this one has fists and air holes. Ah, nice, nice. Yeah. And he's cowering in there. Uh, his foot is missing. Bleeding heavily. Uh, he's sweating heavily, which dogs don't do. I think he's bandaged up his paw somehow. No, that happens later. Oh, okay. It's just bloody. He's just holding on to it. Yeah. So yeah, he's just. A he's, in, he's in dog. a bad way. Yeah. He's like, oh, my leg was chopped off by that icicle. I had to leave it behind, or I would have died. Got to hide. Got to get him off my tail. Oh, I'll have the Speedwagon Foundation make me a robot leg. I almost lost it at that bit. I was like, oh my god, of course they would. Yeah, it could have, like, a jetpack in it. Yeah. I mean, you know, we've already seen what German technology can do. Imagine what fucking Speedwagon could do with I mean, an artificial hand. Oh, yeah. We have. Oh, yeah, we have, haven't <laughs> you we? You remember Joseph Joestar? Oh, uh, yeah, the clickies. Yeah. Yeah, all right, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. But a paw. Yeah, a paw. A paw. It'll have synthetic soft paw pads that you can touch. <gasps> oh my god, I want to touch the paw pads. <laughs> I'll get you for this bird. Splash! I just heard something enter the water hmm. with my great dog ears. And then we get a beautiful voiceover sequence. Oh yeah, and some more scientific diagrams. So, it's not unusual. It's not impossible. Oh, sorry, it's not impossible. It's Forget not impossible for a bird to dive underwater. 
like most mammals, it has lungs, but it also has air for air sacs in five to six places throughout its abdomen and torso, allowing it to fly at altitudes, you know, that are super high <laughs> and not fall unconscious. This also makes it resistant to strangling. Um... You ever strangled a bird, Nick? I wish to plead the fifth <laughs> uh, on the grounds that it may incriminate me. Oh. However, <laughs> however, what? You're the Perth Falcon Strangler. <laughs> Shh, just keep it down, Liam. Jesus Christ. As a result, it can also stay underwater longer than dogs. Ah, I see. So that's where we were going with yeah. that. Right, okay. So it can basically swim underwater a long time compared to a dog. And yet, you would think the water pressure would have a greater impact on its hollow bones. Perhaps. Perhaps. However, consider that a normal bird skeleton is made out of... Nightmares. Yeah, made out of (laughs) nightmares that can withstand even the most potent of pressure. (laughs) So Iggy's cowering in his cower hole, and he's like, something's coming, it's impossible. And then an icicle busts through the wall. (gasps) No! And we see through the rippling surface of that icicle, Pet Shop sort of swims by and sort of makes eye contact with him. He's like, yeah, I got you, man. You're fucked. Bro, you thought you could get away? Guess what? I'm a bird. Screech. (laughs) Cool screech. (laughs) So he's sweating, he's panting, somehow doing both despite... Being a dog. Yep. Dogs don't sweat. They don't. They regulate their temperature through panting. Well, all right. Okay. And we see Iggy, we get like a nice close-up of Iggy's ear twitching, and he's like, he's firing again. Three shots are coming in. What's he going to do? How can he possibly defend himself? Well, he uses his stand. Oh. Because then he kind of, I don't know if you remember, only stands can defeat stands. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. So he, um, the fists on the outside of the full dome bat away some icicles. Pet Shop tries again, he bats them away again, and this time he manages to wing him with one. <gasps> Oh my god, his wing! You know, if, when you wing a bird, you really gotta put it out of its misery. It's true, you do. Yeah. And I really like the shot we get where, um, you know, it gets its wing gets punctured by this icicle, blood starts spewling into the water, and he sort of spirals away into darkness. Mm. It's very um, nightmarish in a sense. Yeah, it's like, fuck you, man. A relieving nightmare. So he's like, I got it. I've driven him away. It's probably okay now. He'll, he's probably given up now that I've hit him again. He'll go home or something dumb. Yeah, he'll go back fine. to the mansion, and then I can... Drown. (laughs) I can die now in peace. But no, the once sort of vaguely melting-ish icicle that's sticking through the full hardens again. What? No. And also, ice begins to spread from it. From it. What? No. I don't know if you if you if you know, but uh, the thing about water is Mm. when you apply cold to it. Yep, I follow. When you get some cold and put it in a bowl with some water and mix it up real good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm there with you. Yep. It turns into ice. Huh. And Iggy, mm. at the bottom of a river. Now, I don't know where, uh, if you know what rivers are. Uh, do elaborate for me, please. Um, they are bodies of water that flow from a source to a destination. I see. Laminar flow? I don't, don't know what that is. Like straightforward flow? I don't know. Like non-turbulent flow? Nick, I'm starting to realise you know more about rivers than oh, I do. Oh, goddammit. <laughs> so there's this river. They're in it. And if they apply cold, it can be frozen. Yeah. And okay, the, but how does that relate to the current situation? And the ice creates uh-huh. pressure on the sand, causing it to collapse and kill Iggy. Oh. Because Pet Shop has ice powers. So how does ice relate to cold? Oh, ice is cold. Oh, I see. <laughs> Man, sucks to be Iggy. Yeah. So he's like, well, this is bad. Uh, I'm basically surrounded by infinite water. Uh, it can all just freeze me. Yep. 
Oh dear. A rock hits him on the back and he's like, ow, fuck me. Well, better dig my way out. I'm a dog. Dog's got to dig. So he starts digging down. He says, today is really not my day. First he tears my leg off and now he's so strong. <laughs> so this is like... He's doing a pretty good job of digging with a severed paw. Yeah, this is literally the definition of that bit from The Simpsons where it's like, dig up, you idiots. <laughs> Except now it's just dig down to dig up. He's gonna like make himself a little tunnel and then like brilliant Shawshank Redemption his way out of exactly. here. Exactly, <laughs> he's gonna find land and then just go back up. Yeah, but no, we see, we see you know the classic you know how in a cartoon when people are digging and it pans down near their hole and you would see like a you know some a nuclear waste barrel and then some dinosaur skeletons. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> the silhouette of the dirt's there yeah. with all these holes in it. Without the funny things, we have a side on shot of him digging into a into a an, hollow sort of opening. That's weird. He's like, my, oh my, there's some sort of opening down here. <laughs> Have I struck something? Gold. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. What was that? That was my uh, grizzled crazy prospector. Grizzled crazy prospector. Yeah. Hick, hick. That's there's a... gold in them there hills. Hick, hick. Isn't that just goofy? Sure. There's gold. You're much better at that than I am. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, he, he digs into this little pocket and he's like, huh. There's some sort of hollow space down here. And, and then we get the We best see shot. in the darkness the glinting purple eyes of Pet Shop <laughs> as he's already down there waiting for him. How? Who knows? Who, Who cares? cares? It's genius. <laughs> it's the only way this could have gone. This is, this is, um, I'm running from Jason. Better hide in that cupboard. Slam door. I'm safe now. Wait, what's that behind me? Jason was in the wall the whole time. <laughs> So we get this grinning bird thing. He's just there. He's like, oh, I got you now, man. You are so fucked. He opens up his beak and, nah. and he starts making an icicle. He's, he's just brewing up some big old ice in there. And Iggy's like, fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm fucked. I'm in a tight space. There's all that ice and water behind me. The fool is behind me, so I can't use that to defend myself. There is... I can't run. I can't defend myself. I've just got to fucking kill this guy before he kills me. So he does. He, <laughs> not to spoil it, but he lets. This is this is the moment that I showed you to get me to do, get you to do this podcast with me. Yeah, I remember seeing <laughs> going. This seems awfully familiar. He realizes that because he can't outrun this perfect hunter mm. who will pursue him forever with single-minded tenacity, he just has to kill him. So kill him now. Kill him hard. So he lets go of his stand. Yep. The fool collapses, creating a huge rushing of air pressure and water. And so all the sand just bursts in. Propelling Iggy forward. Yep. And he's like, he's doing that, um, you know when Jotaro threw him and like his, his jowls were coming back? And, yep. Uh, yep. Air pressure. And a lot of spit going everywhere. Yeah. And he starts he's biting. Flies in, rushes in, bites down on Pet Shop's mouth and beak. Which is bigger than his open beak. Which is important because the icicle was coming yes. from his beak. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Or his mouth. Yeah. Clamps it down, and much like a steamship whose crankshaft has been stopped, the pressure in Pet Shop's mouth begins to build inexorably. <laughs> and we see small cracks start to form in his beak, and steam comes through God it. God fucking damn it. <laughs> the worst part is, this is the best description there is. <laughs> You remember that. Oh, I do remember it. I was there. Dio taught us about how steamships work. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, his beak cracks open. And there's a big ice explosion. And, uh, yeah, Pet Shop's fucked. He's just fucking fucked. Like, he explodes. His head basically explodes. Yeah, pretty much. Iggy is thrown clear 
Uh, he emerges from the water. He's like, I did it. He's, Serves you right. He's dead. Fuck you. Bird brain. Ugh. Well. I die. Yeah, time to die. So because he's lost so much blood. He's in the middle of a, a river. And he can't swim to shore because he's really weak now. And he's got three paws. And he's got he three paws. He can't doggy paddle very well. Yeah. So he's like, well. well gonna, gonna drown now. Yep. Later, guys. Later, and time. So he just lets go and just Goes down, submerges. sinks into that black abyss. And he starts having death flashbacks. And so we see him... We get we get some insight into Iggy's backstory. So he was a Ruffigan that was owned by someone? No, he just a Ruffigan in New York City. I thought there he was walking next to someone. I don't recall that. Oh, okay, never mind. Uh, we see... There's a lot of sad music. Uh, we see him confronting all these other dogs on a basketball court. And then we see him just wrecking their day with the fool. And he's like, ah, ah, ah. And we see him on some sort of alleyway throne yeah, with surrounded by all these lady dogs sorry hot bitches I believe was the term sure <laughs> and we see him getting into the the once alluded to confrontation with the, the world famous New York dog catchers <laughs> and they're like we can't catch him let's call Joseph Joestar of Joestar Realty and so we uh, we get a shot of Joseph just standing nearby Iggy in a cage and Avdol and Avdol. We, we also had like a shot of their battle. Oh yeah, true of their stand battle. Fire and sand, and they're just like, man, he really fucked us up. Yeah, and he's sinking, and he's like, I messed up, and then he starts having more contemporaneous memories of the journey, which I don't know if you noticed, but most of them centered on Polnareff. Yeah. Yeah, quite funny. Yeah, yeah. They really do care for each other. Yeah, they're brodom. In, in their own their own sick way. <laughs> uh, he's sinking and he's like, well... Peace. Yep. I'm out. Fuck all y'all. If I could pull the finger, I would, but I'm a dog. I've only got one paw. Well, three, but... Yeah, with all three of his remaining paws, he pulls dog fingers or like them. Anyway, then that kid from earlier uh, bursts out of the... um. Oh, that kid. You know, the, with ki- the, the kid with Chibi and Butchie. Oh, uh, yeah, that kid. He bursts out of the surface of the river holding Iggy in his arms. He's like, I was just passing by and I saw you sinking. You're hurt like my dogs. Did that bird get you? I bet that bird got you, but I don't see him around here anymore. Uh, just let me die. This is Deus Ex Machina. This is what I want. Let me die. <laughs> I was so ready. Anyway, uh, I'll take you home and patch you up, I guess. So, um, we get... A shot up mm-hmm. into the sky. The river again. Yep. The narrator informs us, The bastard bird pet shop and it's Stan Horace. Dead. Like legit. Not retired. Nope, just dead. Just dead. I mean, his beak got bitten off. Yeah. His wing got shot off and he's underwater. Rest in hell. <laughs> Good luck, buddy. <laughs> he sent him back to the hell from whence he came. <laughs> <laughs> it's the next day. Sunny skies. Skies are blue, everyone's having a good time walking down Cairo streets. Another fruitless day of searching for Dio's mansion as the clock ticks inexorably closer to Holly's doom. You know, guys, now that I think about it even more, it really was a bad idea to send that guy. Like, I may have messed up. (laughs) And where's Iggy? God, where the hell is he? Yeah. Uh, uh, Joseph is like, I am also worried. Jotaro turns around. He stops and he stares. And they're like, what is it, boy? What is it? Nothing. I, I Did just, Iggy fall down a well? I, I just thought I heard someone calling out for me. A That's voice? Hmm? Yeah, a voice. A human voice. He's still staring just at this empty street. And then Iggy emerges from an alleyway. Ah, he's limping. He's been bandaged up. Still in a bad way, but markedly better than when we last saw him. Oh no, Iggy. What the Iggy. hell happened to and you, dog? Polnareff, again, mm. note, <laughs> yeah. runs to him. He's Iggy, like, Iggy are you okay? <laughs> Was he run over by a car? 
You dumb dog. Unlikely. Iggy's not the sort of dog who gets run over by cars. <laughs> he must have been attacked by the enemy. But look, someone's treated him. And with perfect surgical technique, too. For a minute, I was like... Okay, so you're telling me that kid's a really good doctor? Hey man, anything is possible if he can just jump into a river and save him as well. <laughs> like, Yeah, you know, swimming, dog surgery, much the same. Yeah, you gotta know how to treat those paws. Yeah. But no, uh, Joseph, uh, Jotaro continues, No, I heard someone calling us in a human language with my special star platinum ears. Uh, that makes a lot more sense now that I think about it, because dogs can't talk. And a shadowy figure steps into frame and is like, yes, a Speedwagon Foundation doctor treated him. Panning upwards, green school uniform, <gasps> just like the one who treated me. <gasps> it's Kaku and he's back. He's got sunglasses. And they look fucking ridiculous. Yeah, our, fr our mutual friend Georgie hates these sunglasses. Yeah, and so she should. <laughs> They're ridiculous. They are. Look, They're like... They're not even... Okay. Black okay. lenses that end in points, but not sharp enough points. Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. Like, but he, he, to his credit, he does some pretty good sunglasses choreography in this that episode. That is true. Where he's like, takes off, blah, 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 blah. Razors to put back on. Let's go find Dio. Yeah! Yeah, but no offence, when it, when it looks like Adam Jensen from Deus Ex decided to get his sunglasses on the outside, like, yeah. <laughs> Although, to be fair, they do look quite silly if they're just sitting there. Mm. Yeah. But anyway. I'm back. My eyes are all better. The whole party's together. Finally. For once. We're all here. We're they all fucking haven't had everyone together. together since that brief moment where they took that photo before Geb fucked them up. Yeah, true. And Iggy kind of wasn't part of the team yet. <laughs> Iggy was just In there. point of fact, Iggy kind of wasn't part of the team until just now. I mean, yeah, I guess. But was he... He was part of the team. He just wasn't part of the group. Mm, yeah. Mm. Think, Actually, no, it'd be the other way. Yeah, yeah, it would definitely scratch be the other that way. reverse. Yep. <laughs> Screw that. Yep. Uh, everyone sort of, you know, chats with Kakuine. We're all better. Yeah, you've got some scars, but your vision's fine. We're all doing pretty good. There's this really suddenly silent moment where he and Jotaro shake hands and stare into each other's eyes. It's good to see you, old friend. Yeah, you tried to kill. I, I mean, you. You're still a dick. <laughs> Who are you again? Uh, thanks, buddy. Oh, you're that guy who tried to kill me back in Japan. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, who are you? I'm, I tried to kill you. You might, you might need to narrow that down a bit. Yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> Suddenly, Iggy, his body cradled in Polarev's strong arms. Chroma shift to purple. It sort of uh, straightens with resolve and he hops down, takes a few steps forward and looks back at them. And as Kakuin puts his sunglasses back on, he's like, I think he's trying to lead us somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Horatio Kane. There you go. So Iggy starts limping away. Yeah, someone's like, he must be angry about the pain that he felt. Let's follow him. Let's fuck up whoever forced his pain. Yeah, let's go ruin someone's day. They, they're walking and they see a tow truck pulling away that beggar's car, which I guess has been sitting there for about a day now. It wasn't starting to tow yesterday, was it? I don't think so, but it's being towed now. Yeah, so that car's just been sitting there. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it must have just been there for a <laughs> whole day. Active crime scene. I guess they may have done some forensics. I guess, yeah, but why is it getting totally... Wow, weird? it looks like something gigantic pierced that car. Would it have been from the stand user Iggy Ford? I don't know, probably. Nah, I mean, that's unlikely. And as they're walking, as you said, we get a, a very sort of gradual colour shift. Mm. Everything sort of takes on a blue hue. Joseph's, um, his whiskers become blonde. Yeah, everything starts going a little bit weirdly green as well. Like, the sky is swirling yeah. green. Yeah, and sort of everything... 
starts narrowing our focus towards this building that is just over the horizon for now, but we know we're being directed towards it. And it's clearly evil. There's a lot of swirling desert wind. Everyone's sweating. Everyone's like, wow, this this feeling I mean, of cold, cold sweat. What's this impressive feeling? Where's Iggy taking it? Oh, he's taking us towards that big glowing doom mansion. <laughs> ah, it's the one that we've been... Ah. It's that mansion with the curved roof and also it's giving off evil pink energy. This makes a lot more sense yeah. now. Yeah. This atmosphere, this dark sensation. And they all take one final step towards the mansion in sync. Just like how they all started the journey in sync, remember? Oh, it's so good. It's great. It's so good. <laughs> this mansion is the one from the picture. Iggy found it. Well, no, Iggy didn't find it. <laughs> I mean, he did find it. He stumbled upon it. That's finding. Found implies some kind of active engagement with the act of looking for it. The mansion projected evil, sinister energy, for it housed the cause of their destiny, the embodiment of evil, Dio. Then we get a flashback montage of the whole part. Oh, you mean the like little zoomy downy? No, remember thing? it starts playing. Um, starts playing. Uh, Stand proud again, and does it? Yeah. Oh, I thought they were just saying what their thoughts were here. No, it's after that. Oh, that's, okay. That's, sorry, before that, and the narrator's like, they travelled and fought some guys. They got in some life or death battles. Tears, laughter, sadness, rage, and happiness. They felt many emotions. Oh, that's right. And then you have the line They were determined to save Holly. It took them nearly 50 days to find Dio and end their hundred-year-old destiny. And we see Nick Ketterer account what we have seen. Okay, all right. So, day one in Japan, Jotaro's a guy. He gets attacked by Kaku, and Kakuin's all like, no, I'll be with you. And then they go fucking... You know, smash some cameras and Joseph's all, hey, we need to go to Egypt or Cairo or some shit. And Cairo's all like, yeah, you gotta come to me, bro. Let's charter a plane. So they get a fucking plane and then, like, this guy is all like, no, fuck you, I'm on a plane, I kill people. And he's all like, ah, shit, he kills people. Tower of Grey. And he's all, you know, ah, uh, he's gonna murder everyone if we don't murder him. And then... So they murder him. him. (laughs) So they murder him and then they're like, well, maybe we should go on a boat. So they go on a boat. Does not end well. It's not a good boat. (laughs) Imposter Captain Tennille. Exactly. Uh... And then there's this orangutan, and he's all like, hey, what up? I'm an ape. And he's all like, please stop. Please, this is the worst. <laughs> uh, and then they go to Singapore, and they meet this guy who's got this giant yellow blob. No, before that. Uh, they have Chucky. No, before that. They, um... Hong Kong. Hong Kong. In fact, before the orangutan. Before orangutan? Yeah, and before ocean. Before ocean? Polnareff. Oh, yeah, Polnareff. tries to kill them, and Avdol is like, I'm going to kill you with fire. No, you're fine now. Anyway... Bloop, there goes the flesh bar. Come with us, buddy. And they do the ocean stuff. And he has that massive pose. How did I forget the pose? Yeah. Oh my I god. I saw a photo of someone doing that in real life the other day. How? With great dexterity. Oh my god. Okay. Um, yeah, they get on the boat, do the thing with the orangutan. Uh, they go to Singapore. They meet with Chucky and Paul's all like, fuck off. I just want to sleep and use the toilet. Yeah, there's the blob, the blobman. Yeah, uh, Rero, uh, Rero, Rero. Oh, God, Rero, Rero, Rero. Uh, and then later they, they meet with Dana Steele, and Dana Steele's all like, yo, Remember I'm the me. best. I'm the best. Oh, wait, no, I'm dead. Oh, uh, shit. And Jodoro's all like, I made a list, I'm checking it twice. Here's your receipt. You are not very nice. That was a good, yeah. Sure. Anyway, um, um, they, they then went and uh, they did some things. They fought a car. They fought a car, they fought a sun. They fought uh, some fog. 
<laughs> they fought some fog. That actually happened before Dan of Steel. That... Oh, and also, um, I think also before this, uh, Whole Horse and Jay Guile yeah. killed Abdol. Yeah, and Abdol was all like, oh no, I'm dead now. And Ponref was like, oh no, and then... I had to learn to stop being so reckless and revenge-filled. Yeah. Anyway, uh, um, a few weeks later, I'm back now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then Abdul comes back, he's got a chicken farm apparently. They fight a genie. Before that, they fought like a whole bunch of other dudes. Who cares about them? Anyway, so now we're in fucking like... Oh, and then they take a submarine and they fight a guy in the submarine. Yeah, they take a submarine, submarine's alive or some Jotaro shit. Jotaro punches a bunch of rocks. Uh, this lady's all like, ah! And then like, she dies. Uh, <laughs> and then they're in Cairo and Cairo's big. And then Iggy shows up. Sorry, they're in Egypt. They're not in Cairo yet. So they're in Egypt. Iggy shows, Iggy shows up. up from a helicopter. They fight some water and a blind guy. And this blind guy's all like, ha I'm Jodoro, Gavin Duel. Jodoro throws a dog at someone. And Jodoro's all like, hey, fuck you. And he's all like, shit, I'm dead now. Kakuin gets written out for a bit. And Kakuin's all like, oh, my eyes. And then it's like, oh, come on, Kakuin. Yeah, uh, I've got a neck wound. He's fine. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on. Get I've on. I've got shot in the head and he's fine. Yeah. Uh, and then some dude showed up after that. Um, that would have been, I think, uh, Oingo and Boingo. I think it was Oingo and Boingo, but I'm not sure. Anyway, oh yeah, because they were going to the hospital. Yeah. yeah. So Oingo and Boingo show up, turns out they're pretty inept at things. Uh, and then... To put it lightly. Yep. Uh, then after that... Um, Anubis, I think? Yeah, Anubis shows up and Anubis is like, I'm a sword, I don't have any fucking agency of my own. And Polnareff's all like, well that's a shame, because I do. Oh no! Back to the river with Pet Shop. Uh, yep. So then. Oh man, what if Pet Shop collected Anubis from the bottom of the Nile and came back and they teamed up? I mean, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. <laughs> Terrifying, but amazing. Uh, and then after Anubis, you had fucking Mariah, and Mariah was all like, "Haha, I'm a magnet. I'm I'm a I'm, femme fatale. I'm like Magneto, but less effective. Get it? I'm attractive. Get it? Haha. Yeah, yeah. And then Alessi, and we don't talk about Alessi. Alessi was interesting. Uh, <laughs> and then we had Oingo again, and Oingo teams up with Whole Horse, and Whole Horse is all like, "Why am I putting fingers up your nose?" And then we, we, they they're just fucked. Um, oh, and Darby. And then Darby as well. Darby shows up at some point and is all like, "I'm the greatest gambler." And Jonah is all like, "I'm." Not a gambler, and I still won. You're pretty shit at this, actually, man. Like, what the fuck? And then we're here. Basically, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, and then there's this gatekeeper guy that we haven't met yet, but Iggy was all like, fuck that guy, man. What the fuck? So, yeah, they all step forward, and the narrator also just... Just so we're nice and explicit about everything, tells us their motivations. So. So. Uh, I think they started with... Joseph. Joseph, who's like, I gotta save Holly. Yep. I gotta Kakuin save Holly. He's like, I gotta save... Save Holly and also conquer the weakness in my heart. Yeah, which makes a lot of sense because you know if there was any lady yeah. that he would love, because he horny. Yeah, he mad for that. That Holly. Abdul was like, evil cannot prosper and must be destroyed because I'm a well fleshed out character. I am a paladin at heart. Yep. Ponorov just like I gotta get revenge for what he did to me. Man, fuck that guy. And also, I guess I'm kind of righteous or something, but more importantly, fuck that guy. <laughs> And Iggy is like, oh, so yeah, he fucked me up too, so he can go uh, go screw. Also, he, it's his fault I got dragged into this mess. Spoiler alert, not his fault. Oh, a little bit his fault. I mean, explicitly, Jody, uh, Joseph and Avjol dragged him into this mess. True, true, that is true. You gotta take responsibility for your actions, Joseph. However, at the end of the day, it's still kind of Palmer's fault. And the fault. narrator was telling us all of those, and then for, and it goes, and Jodoro, and then Jodoro cuts in and is like, so if we beat the shit out of Dio now, like, it's we're all good, right? Uh, that is correct, yes. And that's that's basically a quote. Yeah, I mean, that is that is pretty much what he says. He's like, hey, if we beat him up, it's done, right? And you're like, yes. It's like, cool. 
Well, come on then. Yep, he's in the mansion, the last stop in our journey. Bam, across the screen. And Joseph, Joseph stealths on in. Uh, Iggy's all, the gate was closed yesterday, but it's open today. They know we're coming. What the fuck? Joseph does some tactical stealth action leaning against walls and it's like, he knows I'm here, just like I know he's here. Dio, what? And then we get a zoom in on a window that's mm-hmm. closed. Yep, nothing happens uh, there. Nothing really happens there. <laughs> it's a good shot. If we enter carelessly, we'll be swallowed. What to do? And the door opens, all spooky style. You know how in horror like, movies, haunted houses, when the door opens by itself and everyone wanders in, then it slams behind them? Oh, I'm aware. Oh, I'm aware. It's like that. Oh, dear. So they, they, they sneak on up to this door. To their credit, they don't just wander on in. Yep. And they see this long corridor. I mean, it seems too long to be in this house. Must like, be a trick or illusion. Right? Ask Polnareff. <laughs> it was my illusion. They're not, it's not magic, yeah, then Michael. It, yeah, then Job flies down the hallway at them. <laughs> <laughs> so this mysterious figure starts flying he's, at them down the hallway. He's dressed in a big white coat. Um, he's got like a black leather bodysuit beneath that with a purple heart on his chest. And he's got the same kind of weird metal things on his face that Darby had. Yeah, but, but on, on his brow and chin. Yeah, and his nose a little bit, but like... Yeah, it's weird. Uh-huh. And um, he's got this big turban on. Hmm. And also... Um, a jeweled beard. Earrings that say TD, as you pointed out. Yes. Now, it could be reference to anything that this I don't a... know yet. We have been waiting for you. I am the butler of this mansion. To be continued. Wouldn't it be the Dutler? Because TD, the, the Dutler? What's, what's wrong with you? I'm just saying. I'm just... Look, if it's TD... I don't, I don't think he's going to get... <laughs> yeah, it's good. He's got earrings that say TB because he has tuberculosis. <laughs> Dio finds my blood particularly flavorful on account of my consumption. <laughs> it just rolls on up and there's like, well, 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 you guys took your sweet time. And now I die. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, we're going to go for hell for this. We're going to go for hell. We're going to go for hell. So that was the end of the episode. Nick, highlights and lowlights of the episode. I think you can probably guess what my highlight is, considering I shared it with you low those, what, two and a half years ago, a year and a half ago? Is it uh, possibly the fight between these two? The, the culmination of The culmination fight. of the fight where the air pressure builds up and you're just like, oh my God, he's just going to bite off his fucking beak. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty fucking dope. I just love, I talked about this last week, Pet Shop being this perfect hunter who you can't escape, and Iggy spends the whole confrontation up to that point trying to like put a quick end to the fight, just get him to leave him alone, mm. and just in that moment of resolve, he realises, oh no, I just have to kill him. Yeah. No, it's good. It's a good thing. Yeah. And he just bites his beak off. You can't get much better than that. No. That's just prime storytelling. I also really like that one step they all took in sync. I mean... I was going to say my highlight was just going to be all five of them just standing there being like, right, and here are their motivations. Yeah, yes. that's pretty good. Yes. <laughs> Wait, five of them? Six of them. Joseph, Avdol, Kakuin, Iggy, Polnareff, Jodoro. Six of them. The six of them standing there. Six. Yeah. Ah, ah, ah. Um, yeah, the six of them just standing there reciting their motivations. So you're like, I've got this. <laughs> I've got this. I understand what, who we are and why we're here. And then it just ends with Jodoro going, okay, so let me get this right. If I just punch him really hard... We win. That's very sort of shonen protagonist. Yeah. That's very Goku. That's very Luffy from One Piece. To be fair, not wrong. Yeah. That's pretty much the answer. Yeah. Low light? Low light. Hmm. Hard call. I want to say my low light is just that uh, Iggy... It would have been better, I think, if Iggy actually died. Whoa. Because then he would have had... Or rather, if he died 
after like limping just, all the just way. Just show them where the mansion exactly. is. Exactly. And they just follow the blood trail. And it's oh, like, okay. oh no. But instead some kid showed up and saved him. And you're like, yeah, all right, that's fine. I mean, you saved him last week. Yeah. And he does love dogs. It makes sense. But like, he just happened to be there. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. All right, that's sure, fine. Sure. But yeah. Yeah. Your low light? My low light, um, not Kakyoin's sunglasses. That was going to be mine if it wasn't, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh gosh, I'm not sure. I can't believe that's not your low light. Look, I mean, look at them! I liked it all. Um, <laughs> my low light is gross close-up of Iggy's severed foot in the ice. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's remarkably tame. Just because i got a pick. Oh, okay, alright. Yeah. So, Nick, momentous occasion. Yes. We've arrived at Dio's mansion. It's only taken us three seasons worth of... Well, not three seasons, but it's only taken us... A while. A while. <laughs> How many? 75 episodes or something like that? No. 65 episodes or something like sure. that? Sure. Yeah. It's only taken us 65 episodes, but we got there. Yeah. Um, Started from the bottom. Now, I want to know... Yeah? Both what you think awaits in the mansion in a general sense, uh-huh. but more specifically than that... I want to know what do you think is going to happen in the next episode of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Part 3 Stardust Crusaders Season 2 Battle in Egypt in the episode entitled... Oh, I've been waiting for this. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Darby the Gamer. What? <laughs> okay, so when I said, what if Darby just shows up again downstairs when we watch this? No, when you, when you said, oh, what if that's Darby's brother? Yeah, I literally... Okay, so at, at the end of the episode, I just joked, hey, what if it's just Darby's brother? And I like, played it, played it real cool. Yeah, because it's TD. So what if instead of Darby, it's Ta'Arby? That's nothing still, or but... Or something like that. But, like, what? Darby the Gamer. Darby the Gamer. D- what? D- okay, all right. Also translated sometimes as Darby the Player. Darby the Player. Okay, all right. What? Okay, sure, okay. Darby's not dead. Darby's not dead. Doesn't have a stand... That's, or maybe he that's does. That's your guess. Maybe, maybe he... D- I don't know yet. I don't know. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe Darby has been gifted with a stand. So you think it's the same guy? What are you... What? Like, Wait, you think, it can't you, be a you di- think um, Daniel J. Darby comes back? Ooh. What if the things on his face are a stand? And so Darby isn't actually a guy. Darby's some sort of parasite. Yeah. Darby's actually those little metal things. So he takes over people's bodies and he just has them over time. Maybe. No, that... Well, maybe. I don't know. Nick, I'm not going to lie, it's really stupid, but this is Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, okay, maybe... Okay, same guy. Same guy. He shows up, the butler escorts them through the mansion. Oh, and by the way, someone's waiting here to see you. Exactly. It's like, well, we've been waiting for Also, we did kind of gloss over the fact that that guy flies. Oh, yeah, he does, ho- like, hover. He hovers down the corridor towards them, like, well, well, well. Which is classic vampire, to be fair. <laughs> so you think he's a vampire? Nah, okay. he wouldn't be a vampire. Um, he's too cool to be a vampire. Um, no, I think he'll escort them through the mansion, which will be some kind of maze-like nightmare. Non-Euclidean geometries. Yeah, yeah, it's like, what's, um, it's like an Escher painting. Yeah, with all the stairs. Exactly. So they'll go through that, and then they'll end up in this room, and Darby will just be sitting there going, "Well, open the game." (laughs) Jesus Christ! Yep. So he'll be there, uh, waiting for them. Yep. Um, Darby the gamer. I mean, he's not a hunter. So what if? Okay, there has to be some kind of game, right? There has to be some. Sure, that's Darby's mo. Chess is popular, but you can't really cheat at it. Um, and cheating was his whole thing, wasn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So I imagine it won't be a gambling kind of situation. It'll be more of a, well, lads. <laughs> They're going to play Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Although it can't, hang on a minute. But then it can't be the same stand because the old stand took their souls in a gamble. So if they knew they'd lost the bet, then their souls... But it was when they acknowledged defeat. Mm. And it's like, I, maybe it's going to be, I bet I can defeat you in this game. True, true. So maybe, yeah, okay, so it could still be the same thing. Uh, but then would they just not accept to play the game? <laughs> just kick the shit out of him. Yeah, just literally punch him in the face. Maybe Butler has some, some means to compel them to participate. Ooh, maybe. What if the Butler's stand is some kind of thing? Yeah, what if the Butler's stand is the mansion? Because we've seen that the boat was a stand. Right, and he's like, if you if you defeat him in this challenge, I will allow you through passage to Dio. Exactly. So until they get through, they're stuck in the mansion. But then why would he not just kill them in the mansion? Because he's trying to... Remember Dio's whole thing right now is he needs more time to get his strength back? Yeah, but why wouldn't mansion guy just kill him? Oh, maybe he can't. Maybe his power doesn't work like that. Maybe. Maybe he's like, I can only make architecture. I can't make it move <laughs> on you. Yeah. It's taken me a long time to make this mansion, bro. I have a, a sick servant's sense of honour because yeah, I've got what? TB. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he, um, maybe he doesn't like killing people. Maybe he's like, look, Dio, look, I'm evil, me. but I'm also a pacifist. Yeah, I'm. Look, I'm lawful evil. All right, I like the rules, and the rules say I don't kill people, so that's what I'm doing. Mm, that's against the Butler's code. Or maybe he's just true neutral. He's like, hey, look, I serve him. I don't kill people for him. You know, that's a thing. Yeah, we have a very specific. Very binding contract. Yeah, maybe. I do the dusting. I generate the nightmare maze. <laughs> and that's it. So then, Darby the Gamer. Nick, pick a game. Any game. It could be do chess. Do you want to play a game? It could be chess. Could be Saw. It could be Saw. Could be Mahjong. Could be... What's a popular pachinko? It could be pachinko. Could be pachinko. Uh, hmm. It's going to have to be another card game, surely. But it's not going to be poker. It's going to be Yu-Gi-Oh. Well, I don't want to say no, but maybe. No, it'll probably be another card. No, because they've already done poker, so it can't... It's not going to be a card game. It's definitely not going to be a card game. It's not going to be a board game. It'll have to be some kind of game they make up. Calvin Ball. Or like, okay, I've scattered these three items. Through the, throughout. It's going to be like, you know, Amazing? No. Amazing was the game show. I think the equivalent in the US was like... Got, got, it was like Legends of the Hidden Temple, okay. um, where in Amazing they would do a quiz round, mm. and then they would do a round where you had to speed run the first level of Super Mario 64 or Donkey Kong Country. Oh. And then uh, you had to run into a maze and find some keys. And in that maze, you know, there was like a room with a car and a room with see no oh. evil, hear no evil, speak no evil, Donkey Kong statues. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like there was all special effects going on and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I do remember that. There was a lot of slime, if I remember mm. right. Like that. Yeah. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Or maybe the game is that... It's like Saw, where they have two parallel corridors, and as they're going through each corridor, Darby will be like, right, well, I know what the answer to this game is, and if you don't win, then I get an advantage later on, or something like that. Right. I get more superpowers. Exactly, yeah. I get your stands. And then they lose every single one of them and still win. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There so, and what do you think is going to happen sort of beyond this Derby obstacle in the mansion? I mean, I wasn't expecting fucking infinite corridors. Uh, I was expecting underground lair, but, you know. Volcano so, base. Yeah, pretty much. Maybe it could be that it's very Escher-like, but it leads into rooms that are reality. Right. So, this guy's stand, the butler guy's stand, is the whole Escher bit, but the rooms inside are real. Right, okay. Um... 
So they'll find Darby, do the thing with Darby, and then he'll lead them to one other one, maybe? And then it'll be like, well, look, I said I wasn't going to kill you. The time has come. I've been told to kill you. So crack, crack, flex, flex, punchy, punchy. Uh, yeah. So now I die. Yeah. On to Dio. So yeah, that's, yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. And then, so also, it's either that or they'll stall until nighttime and then Dio will just, they'll go back outside and be like, well, my job here is done. Back outside you go. And then Dio will be like, well, hello there. It's right. nighttime. Ha <laughs> ha. So we are also moving into the end game now, obviously. Yes. Um, which, you know, if you recall your JoJo's Bizarre Adventure history, mm. often come or can come with a degree of fatality. Yes. So I want to know um, if you have any thoughts on who you think might die. Okay. Here. Okay. All right. Here are my predictions. Avdol won't die. Okay. Because he's had... He's had his time. He's had his chance. He's not going to fucking die. Um... Polnareff won't die because the bitches love Polnareff too much. All right. Joseph's going to die for sure. There is no chance Joseph isn't going to die. Like, it, it makes no... Okay, he's old. He's, he's His time he, has he's come. He's done his thing. He's going to try and outlogic Dio, and Dio will be like, ha I outlogic'd you. And he'll be like, suck out your blood. And he'll be like, well, shit. <laughs> that, that means... I didn't see this coming. Yeah, he, he's a sizable threat, guys. Don't be like me. And then he'll just die. And then Holly will be like, mm-hmm. no, but it'll be fine. Kakuin might die. I don't actually know if he will, but he might die. He might have a fake out death because he's a crafty motherfucker. Right. Um, where they're like, but I thought your blood was taken. It's like, it was. But what you don't know is the Speedwagon Foundation turned me into a robot. Don't you get it, guys? I'm, I'm a, a Nazi. Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he might die. Jotaro won't die because let's be honest, someone has to have a child. <laughs> Uh, and I don't think they said he had any other siblings. Yes, that's true. They have not said that. Yeah. Does Holly have any siblings? Has not been elaborated on. Hmm. That could be the next. No, probably not going to be the next one. But anyway, someone has to have siblings, basically. <laughs> and it's sure... Or kids. Or kids. Yeah. So sure as shit ain't going to be fucking Joseph, let me tell you. Um, who else is left? Iggy. Iggy will be fine. Iggy will be... Yeah, because dogs never dead. die in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> no, nah, man. They only get killed. They don't die. Um... No, I reckon Iggy will get off light and he'll be like, well, time to reform my life from being a Ruffigan to a... American gentleman. An American gentleman. Hang on, I did Abdul, Paul. Yeah, I think it's everyone. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And Dio? Oh. 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 And as, I suppose by extension, Holly? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Well, Holly's going to probably live. Because otherwise that would be very frustrating. Yeah, it's just like, and we got there, but she still died. Well, it wasn't the real Holly, the friends we made along the way. That's probably it, yeah. It no. becomes a parable about learning to cope with loss by turning to the people you're close to. I mean, shit, that would work out really <laughs> well. Good work, Liam. You should write that shit. Um, no, I reckon Holly will live. Uh, but also, Dio will die. Well, here's the thing, though. But then what the fuck is part, like, four and part five, if not more Dio? I mean, Dio wasn't in part two. That's true. He wasn't in part two. But then what would they be? Because, like, we've already had the ultimate super beings. So then, so where where do you go from there? What can possibly one-up Dio in terms of a narrative dude? Hmm. Well, Dio's going to die either way. <laughs> Otherwise, he just keeps coming back again and again. Okay. Or he'll, he's either going to die or he's going to die. Right. Like he did that first time. Yeah. Yeah. And then he'll come back and he'll shoot Jotaro in the neck with his laser eyes and blah, blah, blah. Jesus. Yep. All right. I think that brings us to the end of our episode. Lovely. Uh, If you like the show, you can uh, review us on iTunes, 
Stitcher or similar platforms for a five stars and a big thank you from me and Nick. We'll give you five stars. In life. And if you want to support the show, uh, you can uh, give us money at <laughs> patreon.com slash Jojo's World. <laughs> we just get worse and worse every It's hot, Nick. It's hot. It is very hot, yeah. Uh, and because it's hot, until next time... To, to be, be continued. continued.